All right, this is going to be a short one. Um, I'm just curious. I just had to throw this out there uh, because I'm extremely, extremely curious. And I always tend to fall back and ask myself, there has to be something I don't understand. I'm going to try to do maybe a 10-minute limit on this one, but I just have to throw up some concerns. Um, why is it that people do not speak on cultural issues going on? Why? Why do Christians, why are Christians so silent? Okay, um, let's open that up, okay? That's, nobody wants to talk about it. It's like a, not just an elephant in the room. We got an elephant, two, two elephants and four rhinos in the room. And nobody wants to talk about certain issues, and yet they're Christian. What is that about? I'll be back. All right, raise your hand if you really want to know, and if you want to ask the question, why is it that my church, uh, they get into a lot of different activities and they may have other ministries. They have a soup kitchen ministry or they give out coats in the wintertime. Or maybe they get together and they do little things, awanas and all that stuff. Uh, but they never on the pulpit talk about the stuff that's going on in the culture. I, ju I, I, I just wonder, how is it that you could teach principles of the Bible in some places, or you can, you know, teach what the Bible says, go into scripture and stuff like that. But you cannot mention or directly mention what's going on in the culture, criticize or, or even open up any conversations on anything that may remotely venture in the area of politics. What, what is going on? Uh, when we know that these are the the silent things in the room and people are uneasy I mean how are you it's like are you having a tea uh, a tea party and th there's a fire on the second floor of your house but you invited people over to your house to have a night of tea okay but there's fire flaming and 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 your house is slowly coming down. It, it just doesn't seem right to me. It doesn't seem right to me. It doesn't. It's like it's it's I have to say it. I'm going to throw it out there. I have to say it. It really bugs me and I have to speak my heart. But it's churchianity. There's a difference between churchianity and Christianity. It's like, OK, I'm going to preach to you, but I'm not going to meet your needs. Okay, we, we do understand that concept, right? That we people have needs. The Lord met people's needs, met, met them where they were at. And then he saved some. Okay. And then he healed. All right. He met their needs and then he told them who he was. And, and he uh, prompted them to follow him. Right. Okay. We see that in the scriptures. Um, you know, it's like, okay. I don't mean to, uh, God forbid, if I sound like I'm some kind of just social justice warrior or whatever, but they, but they have us, uh, by at least going in that direction, they have us on the ropes just because they're talking about, well, what are you doing for people? It's not all about doing for people. 
you know, because we know that, you know, the people are going to be hurting at all times, right? And, you know, I think most churches understand you have to get out there and you have to give out turkeys and, and you got to hand out some scarves and coats and contact your, the different type of ministries and stuff like that. But I think there's a real danger when you've got restlessness going on, people leave your church after one hour service to go out into a community that is hurting that that we're seeing the confusion in the community we're seeing we're living among people who day in and day out are losing uh their 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 orientation of of christianity uh going into um atheism becoming more atheistic more secular they're not throwing out their televisions. Not everybody is throwing out their TVs out the window and they're erasing or becoming Puritans anytime soon. They're blending in this world. So how are we not going to talk about these issues in the church? You have to let people let loose. Okay? Now, let's say, for instance, if you have, maybe, maybe you have a, 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 um, uh, you have people go out into different homes, right? Uh, you have out, outreach ministries, uh, men's groups, or you have women's groups, and then you go out there and maybe you let loose on some of these issues, and you know men are going to talk about it. You know women. People are going to talk about what's going on. But what I don't understand is why isn't the pastor on the pulpit talking about these things, letting it know and enforcing it and strengthening people's hearts, just like you would preparing them for persecution, preparing them for war because everybody knows that it is a war out there right so i mean i i really have a problem with that um uh, it, it just it really burdens my heart when i see that churches are more into uh, uh soup competitions and they're more looking more like uh social groups you know and getting together and and for the purposes of, of growing a church but they're not out there in their local um, uh, uh, abortion clinics. You can have abortion clinics two blocks down and nobody's out there. Nobody's out there. And not, they're not equipping people, putting fire inside their bellies and, and, and prompting. This is what a shepherd does. A shepherd leads people and starts to stir these, these, these uh, realities based on the word of God for them to be equipped to go out there and to uh, stir up their convictions, you know, to know that it's right. But what happens if you have a pastorate or a pastor um, or a church that is instead teaching to be silent, teaching to be moderate, teaching to be, you know, reserved in their thinking and in their opinions and whatever. When, when they When they're out there, They've got nothing to say, and they also can't defend their faith. Are, are we equipping people to to protect themselves, to defend their faith? Are we equipping? If you don't, okay, if you don't equip your people in the church to defend your faith, how are they going to raise children that can defend their faith? How is it going to move forward? How, if you don't prompt people to see the, the, the wrongness and the evil increasing in the culture, 
how are they going to be salt and light? Okay, how are, how are they going to speak up in the community? How are they going to be heard? How are they going to stir up anyone around them? Because truth is contagious. Just like lies are contagious, truth is contagious. And so people really need to uh, be equipped with a, a, a stirred up heart. And that's what leaders do. They stir up your heart. You know, so th this is this is my my gripe for today. Okay, that there are weak and flimsy pastors out there and speakers and teachers that are not equipping the saints. Okay, and that's why we're out there like sitting ducks. That's why they're out there. They don't really don't, they can't defend their faith. These are all ministries. A ministry to, 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 to teach your, your, your men and your women to defend your faith. A ministry to go out there for, you know, to, to, to pray and to fast. A ministry out there to learn your, the scriptures. A ministry out there to help out in the community, to make themselves visible. All of these things are important. A ministry out there to speak out against sin. But it has to start somewhere. It has to start from the shepherd, from the leader. Okay? Somebody has to uh, be a watchman on the wall. If it's not the leader, if it's not the shepherd, then who is it going to be? Okay? So that's my gripe. Let's pray on these things. Okay, people? And uh, perhaps we can start a fire, even a kindling, even from here. Okay? There goes my 10 minutes. And until next time, this is True News 16. God bless as always. Take care. Worship.